0: Hello there. Welcome to Digging Deep. I'm your host Jordan Cameron. This is a podcast where I'll be bringing a series of interesting guests on to talk about their passions, beliefs and views on the world. And through these conversations, I hope you can all go away never being afraid to dig deeper into your everyday lives to find the truth, beauty and new potentials and possibilities we can all truly achieve in this world. Today's guest is my cousin Samuel Townsend. Sam has surprised me with many wonderful things he's achieved in his life, with his thirst for knowledge and his exploration into this world, so I had to get him on. Sam, it's a privilege to have you on today. How are you?
1: That's, I'm good, thank you. Yeah, that's very kind words. Um, it's a bit too hot for my liking at the moment, but um, I'm sure when it starts raining, I'll, I'll be cl- complaining as well.
0: Yeah, we're, we're never satisfied. <laughs>
1: exactly. exactly. Yeah.
0: you got a drink handy though, yeah?
1: <laughs> yeah, i got some water, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's the main thing. That's good to hear. So um, to start off, I know you've checked out some of the episodes already. So before I start the show properly, um, what has made you agree to come on the show today? Is there something that intrigues you about who we are as individuals or is it something else? I
1: could, um listen to some of the episodes. Um, I think it's all about like hearing other people's views and perspectives. found that really interesting. Um, yeah, well, thanks for inviting me on and it was a bit of a chance to kind of delve into a uh, my values a bit more, I suppose. Um, So I thought I'd take that challenge.
0: Thank you. Um, I know you said there that you enjoy hearing other people's perspectives and everything. Um, What would you say that you've learned, uh, some of the things you've possibly learned from other people's perspectives and lessons? Um, I guess, yeah, I guess it's like other positive thinking, I suppose, like how just hearing
1: other perspectives, you get a kind of makes you think a bit more about yours. struggling to think of maybe a specific but um but yeah just i suppose hearing about other people just makes you kind of delve into a bit more like maybe research what they've talked about or um just think things differently in your everyday life
0: yeah because like one story can really change on how you view a lot of things and i i I personally find that fascinating um i I assume you do as well
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah definitely and i mean there's a there's a great summer um yeah like life is just like full of full of different stories that we like tell tell ourselves and, and tell other people and that. And so, yeah, any, any story from someone or an anecdote of that it can, it can be really compelling.
0: Yeah. Like, um, you know, when you see those films about, uh, what was it? Uh, if you like time travel, if you step back in time, ta- if you go back in time, don't step on a bug. Cause it could change the whole course of everything. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Um, so to start off properly now, um, I always like to open with this question and uh, I'm sure you, you know what's coming as well because you've heard some of the episodes, but when you were younger, what were some of the things that opened your eyes to a new perspective on how much positivity and perspective that what the world can offer you as a person?
1: Yes, yeah, no, um, I was expecting this question. Um, I suppose, am trying to think of like one moment, I can't really think of that, but I was very fortunate to have like such a close-knit family, um, so not just like immediate family but obviously... Cousins grandparents um uncles and aunts, and that like all around the corner um to us, and so that kind of um close knit kind of gave you a bit of a no uh certainly like built a lot of positivity around or you felt like comfortable and um that you couldn't really like see the dangers out in the maybe in other parts of the um outside of your like close bubble i suppose um always felt like can kind of open up with family. Um, so that kind of positivity like comes from that um, and similarly with friends it kind of made me kind of see friendships as like long term kind of make sure I keep them and put a lot of effort into them um, and so that kind of always made me quite a, a cheery and optimistic person I suppose which sometimes can be to my downfall but uh, I think it's quite good to be optimistic.
0: Definitely. I, I know you've held a lot of very uh, special friendships over your time. I, I've, I've met a lot of your friends as well. Uh, but what would you say really makes a friendship special to you then to see that uh, positivity and perspective the world can offer you? Um,
1: I think it's definitely going to be like
0: humor and laughter. I
1: think that, that definitely helps. Um, at least that, what a lot of friendships of mine have built on, I think that kind of, um, I think when you're Humour, which doesn't need to be, like, not stand-up material kind of thing, but it has a bit of, like, that vulnerability to it, Um, whether it's joking with each other, about each other, um, stuff like that, and they're all kind of, like, testing out, um, like, thoughts about life kind of thing, it's, um, that definitely has a bit of, like, vulnerability to it, which builds
0: trust in a friendship. Definitely. So would you say, um, I know I spoke about it with some of my previous guests as well. Would you say sometimes the vulnerability can scare you when you're going into new friendships and things?
1: Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think that's always a, a big thing about I suppose, making new friends, um, especially to get older. But um, yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I suppose that's the, the, the risk and reward thing with friendships, that kind of the vulnerability of putting yourself out there. Um, but then the, the reward of the friendship is obviously stronger.
0: Definitely. It's, uh, you know, the, the ones that really last a lifetime. And then you, you, you feel like you could, I don't know, maybe go into a retirement home and uh, feel like that you would still be going on while you're in your mobility scooters causing. Yeah, that, yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: um, so going back as well a little bit, I know you said um, you, you said you were very fortunate to have a close net family as well. Um, so what has family meant to you in your lifetime and what you've learned from family? <laughs>
1: yeah sure, so um, I really think like that kind of like like your place and and your environment um kind of defines you um that like that kind of like yeah, your upbringing, et cetera um, and I suppose yeah, family kind of gave me or taught me about like loyalty um and being open um and so again that was kind of like with family and then with friends as well um and certainly, yeah, kind of I think families have that kind of belief in you um that enable me I suppose, to like set my ambitions quite high um because again you felt like kind of safe you're open uh, yeah everything was quite quite open and transparent etc that um when you've got that belief in you that yeah you don't really see um see the barriers in your way
0: yeah i know um me and my brother asa we i remember when we were younger we'd always we'd always say to each other like um like it was going on from what you were saying about when you said setting ambitions quite high, uh, me and my brother Asa would say things like, Oh, you know, Sam, we're always going to see him as like a doctor or a lawyer. Or a... <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that's very kind. Yeah. I definitely couldn't do that, but um, yeah, I suppose that kind of, yeah, I didn't really see any issue with, or yeah, I, c- I couldn't really see any barriers to trying to achieve things. So I suppose, yeah, what you're talking about positivity, that's, that's certainly something that family instilled in me.
0: That's lovely to hear. So, um, uh, moving on uh, I guess this is kind of a segue here but uh, how would you say your upbringings and the area you grew up in made you the person you are today because I know we had a big love of football when we were kids as well.
1: Yeah yeah definitely yeah so it's suppose that kind of sport and that what I was talking about maybe at the top as well about um, just being like location-wise I think we only lived like every, well, nearly all, all, the, all the family we mainly knew were like 10 minutes uh, from each other um, walk so that kind of um, that kind of upbringing in that area um, that we grew up in. Um, yeah, it just everything felt like quite close. I suppose quite small um, as well, that you felt like your world was quite small, but I think it does as a kid. Um, anyway, um, and yeah, yeah, so it, everything just felt quite safe and secure, which is, I think, quite a nice upbringing.
0: I know one actually really did stand out to me you said um that the world was quite small when we were living close to, like as a family you said about 10 minutes from each other um so I know you also said you're an avid traveler you know like wanting to see the world as much as you can and like what it has to offer but what would you say like some unique things you've learned about yourself from experiencing other cultures in your travels that you could um tell others that they can incorporate into their everyday lives because I know it might have been a big Scary jump from our, you know, small world as kids to what you've experienced now, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's a good point. Um, yeah, I, I really do love travelling, um, kind of experiencing new things. I mean, I've I've mainly probably only done Western cultures so far, um, made a few few exceptions to that. But um, if anything, something that I definitely always say is when I've gone travelling, especially for a longer period of time, it, it, it does really like ground my um, ground my love of uh, British culture and lifestyle. Um, that's something I definitely always notice in myself that that kind of, I don't know about home or something like that, but well certainly home comforts. Um, and so, yes, although certainly like enjoying the actual traveling experience, it, it does make me, uh, realize what I, what I really like when I'm back home. Um, and so, yeah, you, you mentioned about like everyday lives, I suppose that kind of like grateful living comes from that. Um, so noticing and like being present, um, even in your own backyard. Um like kind of almost being a tourist in your in your own country where you can like start to actually what you do when you 're traveling about like finding out about new things and reading about the history and like learning about the the neighborhoods et cetera and um trying new foods et cetera and you can you can do that in your in your everyday life to an extent i suppose as well
0: that yeah because, that, um you know once it's it 's not just you know, your your own backyard and you, you can learn to appreciate it, obviously, like what you said, but there's there is a huge whole wide world out there that you can experience on people how they live their lives doing other things. And and I think that's fantastic that you've actually got to experience that. I mean, um you said about Western cultures as well. Is there like any um like any other ones you'd like to go and visit and how what uh what ones, I guess?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I suppose I've so, yeah, the only, I'm trying to think off the top of my head, the only, like, non-Western ones would be, managed to Cuba um, when um, my of Izzy was, was working out there for a bit. Um, so that was good to be able to see that kind of, like, completely different um, way of life. Um, Russia as well went there. I suppose that's wouldn't call that Western, but it was in a city where, like, uh, St. Petersburg, where it did feel still quite Western um, uh, in, its, in its, like, way of life, etc. Um, just by the amount of like Burger Kings and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I, so I think that's a sign of Western culture. But um, the yeah, what I would want to see, I definitely yeah, I've got ambitions to go to like Asia, um, like especially Southeast Asia, but um, and like kind of travel around that area and um, the Middle East maybe um, as well. Like there, there's no way I wouldn't want to go at all. Um, but I suppose it's like prioritizing that list, like when you have the time to actually get out to these places and and explore them
0: yeah i mean because you know unfortunately we're not uh kids anymore and you know uh we have we've got jobs to go to and uh taxes to pay and stuff (laughs) yeah exactly yeah so finding the
1: time to do that, especially those like bigger trips that um do take more than like like the two weeks annual leave or whatever um finding the time to do that is hard but um but yeah but there's there's and we're also very fortunate to have on our doorstep like the whole of Europe as well to um to look into and there's like a lot of different like cultures around there um across like the whole continent so to have that like within uh like a weekend flight away um or something like that is is really good too
0: yeah mate, or even um if you're feeling brave enough, you can swim the channel <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yeah, definitely wouldn't want to do that, but...
0: yeah too cold sometimes yeah. <laughs> um So before we move on, actually, would you say there is anything that you'd like to achieve with your travels or would you say that you've already achieved what you want to?
1: Um, hmm, That is a good point. I think, definitely, yeah. So being able to study out in America was, was certainly, um, was certainly like a big ambition of mine. I'm glad I, glad I got to do and achieve in that. Um, And so haven't really set any goals of what I want to get from traveling. Um, yeah. Yeah. I just kind of like, yeah, it's just, it's, I just really enjoy it and find find it fun for what it is, I suppose. Um, and and if anything comes of that, it's a, it's a bonus.
0: That's that's a wonderful answer. I, I really love that. I suppose it also goes on to what you were saying about um, everyday lives. You know, you can be grateful for living for what you've got in your back garden and you can be grateful for the roof over your head and everything like that to experience. Cause um, you know, some people aren't as fortunate as us to have the things that we have, like a roof over our head or uh, water when we want it or something. So uh, yeah, it's wonderful. Um, so again, staying on the topic of travel, um, what would you say some of the, sorry, who would you say some of the most interesting people you've met on your travels and what have you learned from them as an individual?
1: Okay. Um, uh, yeah, I've met, I've met like a variety of people um, from like a range of backgrounds. Um, I suppose I'm trying to think of particular people. So uh, I did a bit when I was traveling with a friend through Europe, um, we did a bit of couch surfing. Um, and there was, um, yeah, there's lots of like, obviously interesting people who have like opened up their, so couch surfing is, yeah, they, it's via an app. Um, obviously it's up on the, the um, traditional method of just people offering up their home, their sofa. Or like a spare room uh for free um sometimes you like give them a gift or or whatever but they they're kind of like travelers themselves and they open up so plenty of like interesting people on that um and one of note was our first actual experience of it when we were in um Helsinki um is this man who yeah he had a had a spare bed um and so like let us stay there for a few days as we started our trip um in Finland and he like asked us what we wanted to like know about like the culture and stuff like that and he said obviously about how Finnish saunas are um a big part of their culture um and so i suppose what i learned from him was was bravery as um i don't know if you know but Finnish saunas you you have to be naked to go into them or that's the expectation um and so, i didn't know oh, well, sorry <laughs> so well, yeah there you go so uh in a um yeah just getting into a Finnish sauna I had to had to to brave it uh, me and my friend as we um took everything down and, and, and went in with a load of random Finnish people. Um, so yeah, so interesting people like that. Um, certainly that's what comes from traveling. It, it certainly made me think more about, Oh, just, just try new things. Uh, so it's bravery in that, in that respect. Certainly. Um, I also also I suppose other interesting people I've met would be, um, all the people whilst I was like the international students that I've like formed uh, real strong bonds with, um, when I was in America and um like still friends with them today and 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 those kind of that kind of like feeds back to that kind of like loyalty and that um yeah those, those strong bonds like stay stay for a long time
0: yeah because it, it, it's just it's like you said at the start as well I, I i can't recite it word for word sorry the quote you said it was uh something like um yeah life always has new interesting chapters i'm i'm pretty sure that was the quote yeah and like stories i suppose yeah yeah stories yeah that was it and you don't know when they're going to happen to you and it's just so fascinating that you can wake up and you you don't know that your world will change for the better that when you step out you just have to be ready for it
1: definitely yeah No, that's that's a good certainly a good way of living
0: uh, so moving on now, I know you're also a big follower in politics. Um, so pushing aside, if you're, you know, <laughs> left, right or central for a second here, I wanted to delve more into philosophy and what that plays into de- into today's politics. So um, how would you personally say that evolution of us as a species has changed politics and what we define, say, is right and what is wrong? Because, you know, we used to kill people who we thought were witches and stuff, you know? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, that's that's a good point. Um, yeah, I suppose it's certainly yeah, it's certainly got I suppose politics and and um, how people interact with each other. If we see politics like that, um, certainly more complex than than when it was maybe just two tribes um, kind of thing. And it was it felt a bit simpler with just oh, there is some rights and wrongs. Um, but I do think like I suppose the basics of of morals and and of human interactions um, plays out kind of the same in terms of we all have like a self-interest and and if politics is about the kind of distribution of resources um and how people interact with each other then with all those self-interests we then have to live in communities and and interact with each other um, and balance that against the common good Um, and so those basics of of how you, how that plays out, um, that it's, it's not always going to be simple and it's not always going to be, um, not everyone's going to agree. Um, and also then the basics, I suppose, come from our like religious texts and like kind of ethics, et cetera. Um, like do not kill, um, despite obviously there being plenty of killing, um, in the world. Um, that, that stuff, I suppose, has still has stayed the same despite our, um, evolution. Um, but the, like, I suppose the new tech, um, the 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 pace of the world obviously changing um that just obviously complexes those interactions slightly um but the core like
0: i suppose interactions are are still the same that's a wonderful answer um and those i thoroughly enjoyed listening to that um (laughs) (laughs) i know um just going back there a second sorry um you said it's not always going to be simple like what would you personally say helps us to stick to um, you know, keeping ourselves grounded when it's not always going to be simple because some people can't, you know, in a sense keep it together when things aren't going to be simple or go their way. But what helps you as an individual to keep yourself grounded when it's not always going to be simple in the world?
1: Um,
0: that's a very good point. Because um,
1: I, I certainly would. I can't say I, I do this all the time. So I suppose what, I, what you aim to do is to like breathe or step back, breathe and like kind of look at look at the bigger picture. Um, but yeah, I I certainly don't blame myself or others if you, yeah, when you're in that kind of heat of the moment in those kind of situations where things do feel like, like the end of the world, I suppose. Um, but yeah, that we, that's what we keep telling ourselves that, yeah, you've got to always take a step back, like really, um, delve into the issue, um, a bit deeper, um, understand like the other side, if there is like a conflict, um, and like, try and find that compromise, whether that be in politics or or other walks of life as well.
0: Like, yeah, you know, when when you said the the end of the world might be happening, it might be a case of uh, all the toilet rolls going again or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you got to keep your cool then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I know you also said um, it, uh, it was going on from what you said. Sorry, also about following rules that like basic rules that we all know these days of like you know do not kill do not steal but what would you say helps us to stick to these morals as individuals
1: um i think i think it's probably the the like that kind of the fact that we like live with other humans and so therefore we don't want to live in a world without these without these like rules um but then the fact that like these kind of ethics, but um, like I say, because there are rules that, that enforce them um, that maybe, yeah, it's that idea of, of punishment and like um, kind of penalties for, for falling foul of these like universal, um, universal truths about like, do not kill, do not steal. Um, but you would, you I do hope that there is certainly a, a majority that is more about the, the fact that yeah with your common man kind of thing that's not the kind of society you want to live in that would have that would break those ethics
0: yeah that that we're we're moving on as a species better you know sometimes unfortunately these rules do get broken but we don't go back we look we look back and we think you know i don't know how to word it like we let yeah
1: certainly look back and learn learn from like what what went wrong before and kind of like, yeah, how we keep improving as a society.
0: Yeah. Cause I think it, it can also, uh, I think some people can be afraid to admit they have regrets of what they've done, but it helps us to improve as individuals and as a society to say that we, we were like that, but we're not going to go back to that because we've learned from it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's a very good point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so moving on, actually, staying on your ideology and um, thoughts here, um, how would you say your ideology of mortality for us as humans has an effect on your life?
1: Um, mortality of humans. Um, I, I mean, yeah, I think I'd like to say that I live every moment like um, it's my last. I think that's what, you're, what you would ho- hope to say when you, you're kind of like faced with that mortality, um, But I am, I think if I'm I'm truthful with myself, I suppose I'm I'm quite a big planner. Um, I like to, like, organize things. And in in that, I like to often lapse and, like, live too much in the future, I suppose. And so that's where, like, kind of bringing back and that kind of grateful living and being present, noticing things, um, taking that that step backwards in terms of um, seeing what you've kind of, what your life is like right now, and like what you've achieved and and enjoy it for what it is um that's i suppose it, what I try and do, but certainly yeah i live sometimes live in the future uh too much, even if it's for uh moments at a time i suppose
0: does that make would you say that makes you feel vulnerable about um like you're scared of what's coming um
1: no uh, no, I think, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's thinking about coming. I, like I say, it might just be, I, I do like organizing things. So I like to like plan things and and, and um, that requires obviously like a bit of looking forward. Um, but then it's, yeah, it's like looking forward to all these things that are going to happen, but it's like, well, at one point you were looking forward to like what's right happening right now kind of thing, whether it also be that there's nothing planned at all um, and that kind of peaceful nothingness. Um But yes, I don't know if there's a bit of a worry in that. But yeah, certainly I would worry if I was always thinking too much in the future.
0: So when you're not um, looking too much in the future, what would you say (laughs) helps you to live the most each day you can? Because sometimes you hear these quotes saying, oh, you could wake up and, you know, get taken away by a flock of birds or something Mm -hmm. or hit by a bus or something.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, that's a good point. I don't know. Again,
0: it would be that thing like, yeah, trying to like,
1: how would you live every moment?
0: Um... Not go naked in Finland again, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done, I've done that now, so I don't need to do that again.
1: Um, yeah, no, I'm trying to think. It, I think that's the, 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 big, the big question um, of life, trying to, like, yeah, actually just enjoy it, enjoy it, like, now. Um, and, yeah, like I said, I suppose it's all, I am a theory person, so I don't think I, like, regret too much or thing. And, and it's, I suppose, whilst also live, trying to live every day like have an amazing day but also realize like the the little things as well uh, are just as joyous um that you wouldn't want every day to be traveling because then you wouldn't realize the um that kind of comparison to like normal life and um so yeah so enjoy enjoying the little things I suppose is a is a big important part of that
0: yeah because I feel um that's a wonderful answer there by the way I, I didn't want to feel like I was uh sweeping the rug from under your feet there yeah. mate <laughs> Um, but yeah that that is a really wonderful answer you know that you've it was kind of going back to what I was saying again you, we've, we've got a roof over our head you know even if it's a slice of bread you know someone might not be as fortunate to have that so you take those little things for granted definitely yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so um, I hope this one doesn't pull the rug from under your feet but um, what do you believe dreams tell us as individuals it's quite a i rugged that um <laughs> in, in, dreams in terms of in terms of sleeping dreams
1: like when you're those kind of dreams or or do you mean like like ambition
0: dreams you know i was actually going for sleeping dreams but um, okay you no, no, no. like i can... to know both yeah sorry
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah no, no no yeah no no i just i yeah, just wanted to make sure yeah I was, so was, um well, unfortunately i've quite i've quite mundane dreams um so I, I i dream quite a bit about just everyday life, um, uh, which I never remember really when I wake up. Um and yeah, it'd be quite rare to have like one of those like kind of um fantasy kind of dreams kind of thing and, and um like the abstract and stuff like that. And so I don't know really what that tells about me. Um probably there's I'm sure there's lots of stuff I could like read up about what, what mundane mundane dreams are. Um but yeah, yeah, I've never really yeah, I've never really experienced Experience that kind of like abstract stuff that might tell me a bit more of what who I am as an individual, unless the mundane stuff does. That I'm, I think too much too mundanely, maybe.
0: I mean, how about some lucid ones? <laughs> I'm sure you've had well,
1: one of them. The, yeah. No, well, no, that's the thing. I have. I don't think I, I'm trying to think. I think I'm sure I've had like every occasionally, but yeah. And no, I, I, that's something that I've always, when people talk about their dreams, I do find fascinating. Um, when people have like these these more abstract like lucid dreams, but um, yeah, my, my dreams are. are are too too boring to even remember i think
0: <laughs> what about the ones you'd like to achieve in life then
1: so yeah in terms of um those kind of things, what do they, what was the question about them telling us as individuals um i think yeah that's like setting your ambitions quite high um that kind of um yeah you would hope you'd hope that people's dreams are a bit like kind of wild and um they feel like almost a bit out of reach as well, because if they, if they were too much in reach, then you would, you're certainly not setting your, your dreams high enough. Um, and so, yeah, you'd hope, you'd hope people, and I hope it's, I'm sure some people don't have like dreams and ambitions kind of thing. And you'd hope they, they do like personally as well, because it's, um I think it's nice to have those goals to, to aim for and work towards um, even if it's not just like every day, but um, something to, I wouldn't say, yeah, no, I wouldn't say it's something to live for, but something to, certainly to um, keep focused maybe when, when times, are, times are a bit tough.
0: For sure. Like, um, even it can be as simple as, for example, an overweight person heading off to the gym or something that, you know, if they want to walk around the corner and then go a bit further and go a bit further and just try and lose some weight so they can feel better about themselves, if that's what they want, then, you know that says a lot about who they want to be as an individual you know
1: (laughs) definitely yeah definitely yeah
0: um so now in the past i've spoken to authors um people who practice martial arts musicians and more but um how would you say your love of sport has impacted your life in terms of truth beauty possibilities and potentials you have achieved
1: yeah, no, yeah, sport sport I think definitely plays a, a big part of my life. It, and and as we said, like as as kids used to um play a lot, I think it gives you a lot of confidence. Um and enjo- enjoyment, I suppose, is the is the core part of it. Um when you when you do find a sport or an exercise that you, you kind of enjoy, then um you obviously want to keep keep doing that. Um it feels in you probably in everyday life, it's a bit of like that com- competitiveness. Um like I don't see myself too much as a um someone who like has to win. Um but I certainly do enjoy the, the competitive games and stuff like that and that kind of like um there is like a winner. Um and like that kind of yeah, that, that enjoyment of sport as well. Um I suppose I, I've definitely lapsed in, in, in partaking in sport. That I used to do like quite a lot when I was younger. Um but now like kind of like seeking it back for its I suppose it's both its physical and, and mental health benefits, um, whether that just be running or, like, yeah, football again. Um, and, yeah, so I suppose, yeah, sport, my idea of sport and, like, why I do it has changed over time. And what would you say it's at now, then? So, yeah, it's definitely, it's, it's definitely uh, not enough of it. <laughs> um, certainly, <laughs> if I'm taking it. But, yeah, certainly it would be for uh, both a physical um, and uh, that kind of, like, mental uh, well-being as well. I think it's really important. Um, and then there's obviously the, the, the watching of sport as well and following it that way, um, which I think also has that kind of enjoyment side of it, that social side, um, whether it be like the Euros or following over like a season in football, the um, that kind of rollercoaster of emotion and that that kind of um, feel like a bit tied to a tribe kind of thing. Um, I, I get a lot out of that.
0: Yeah, I remember going back now, it was... Um fulham's the great escape season and i've never well there, there's been a few seasons but that one's really stood out to me That um i've just a roller coaster of emotions that um i i genuinely couldn't believe they stayed up in the table and it was just something just it, it was in real life it wasn't scripted or anything like that you know it was sport in the moment and um I mean uh, what were your emotions with that?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, mean, I can't remember how old I was then, but yeah, it certainly yeah, it felt that kind of it felt unbelievable and um it felt it I'm sure there is other things in, in life that can give you that kind of like rollercoaster emotions and that, but certainly sport is, is is a it's a big one um that does and, and so yeah, really, really did enjoy that. Um and and enjoyed like yeah, is it is enjoying like the good and the bad as well. Um so whether it like Whatever sport it is, kind of thing, or whether it's international or or club stuff, and and whether they're like winning or losing, kind of thing, just like all those emotions are are good emotions to to experience. Um, and sports a very good way of 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 having them.
0: Definitely, I mean, like when England were in that penalty shootout, I was my heart was going so yeah. much. as uh, I assume yours. Was.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, and um, yeah, uh, sport really gives gives that.
0: Uh, so moving on now uh what would you be- sorry what do you believe uh the value of a good faith can bring to one's life um it, i mean it, it it doesn't even have to be in a religious context either because um i know i asked this to one of my previous guests as well um and his answer was fantastic um but it's a faith is something that i guess you can put your belief in that it doesn't have to be in a religious context
1: yeah no that's a, that's a very good point i say he's like yeah i don't Having we had obviously, I um, kind of went through like religious schools, and um, I don't currently have like a, a religious following. Um, although, although saying I am quite interested in like religious texts, um, maybe for their like philosophical benefit, but um, like kind of reading, reading those kind of like stories and, and those uh, the morals that come from them, I do find um, quite interesting. Um, but that might be also that feeds into like a nostalgic thing of maybe um like learning it at school or or when we're younger etc um so yeah so in terms of like just faith itself and that kind of like spiritual side to it um yeah i believe it kind of having that faith gives you yeah it's that kind of faith in in yourself and your your values it kind of really supports a kind of positive um that positive like grateful thinking um that we're trying to achieve
0: that's wonderful thank you um so like you um you say you've uh, read religious texts as well what would you say um and that some of the morals you've learned from that is there any that have really stood out to you that you've incorporated um probably sadly not i, I think that's more my like lack of, of commitment to them
1: but I, I do say like the that kind of like easter story around um kind of the the sacrifice of of lent um and the 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 kind of that joy of like returning and then the um there's obviously then there's a betrayal uh with um on like good Friday and like the crucifixion uh, but then like the the rejoice of like rising again and and then there's the Pentecostal stuff that comes after it about kind of the holy spirit um is meant to kind of hit the disciples and and that kind of i don't know how much i like kind of truly believe in it. All, but the the certainly the story of it and then the the fact that there is that kind of big belief system around it um i think is a is something i'm really like fascinated by and like that i do always like try and take note of it when it does come around to easter time um which for me now is more of like a kind of a family kind of affair in terms of like if the weather's good like have a barbecue and it's time when people have some time off and and you kind of like share it with family um but certainly yeah like, the easter story uh you try and like reflect back on it just as this kind of again, that, that, kind of like mix of emotions and that kind of shows like humans as, um, both like kind of their sacrifice, their betrayal. And, but then also their, like the forgiveness and the rejoice, um, and stuff
0: like that. That's wonderful. Like, so, uh, um, I, I didn't know that about you. Like, um, even I guess, even though you, don't, you say you don't believe in it much, but it's good to have that belief that there's a big belief system around it, if that makes sense. Sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, it doesn't. I, I, I don't know. It must come from um, obviously like being, going to a school that's like, kind of like that. Um, I'm not going to, I'm not going to forget those kind of stuff, but, um, but yeah, yeah. I, th- I think it's more of a, an interest kind of thing and just how it, how that kind of follows. Um, Cause it is, it's a, uh, it's a good story. I tell you if anything, if, if, uh, if there isn't any, if someone doesn't have a belief in it um in the kind of like the Christian side of it, but um in terms of a story, um I think yeah it
0: is certainly an interesting one yeah the you know um it, 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 we were going what we were saying about from you know having dreams to achieve and everything, but it's also good to have those beliefs that um make you who you are as an individual, even if it's something as very i don't know. Pineapple belongs on pizza or something, you know, (laughs) you still have that belief and it makes you, you're, you're not just following other people. You're just, you're, you hold it dear to yourself, you know?
1: Yeah, no, that's, that's a very fair point.
0: Yeah. It's, um, yeah. Beliefs, I suppose, yeah. build us as
1: individuals, definitely. Uh,
0: so how would you say you can turn to learn as an individual in our ever changing world?
1: Um, yeah that's it's a hard one like that's what we talked about how things are more fast moving um that makes it a lot harder to to i i, I would falter sometimes and and follow um kind of like the latest kind of like, I suppose like the surface kind of stuff of news or what's what's out there um but i would think i sometimes and, and try and aim to like read more and so not just following like just current affairs and and what's the the latest like of of different uh, sectors et etc. But really trying to intently read deeper into the subject, um, take that kind of like deeper dive into new ways of thinking. Um, but I certainly can't say I'm 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 good at that. Um, that's certainly a a uh, an aim of mine. Because um, yeah, because I think it it certainly is quite hard to try and keep up with when there is so much and there's so much access to to all that information as well
0: definitely i mean you could put something in google these days and it'll bring you about 2.5 million searches in under a second and it it's kind of scary you know when we were kids we never thought the world would be that advanced or something well i never did but i don't know <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: no no de- no definitely yeah yeah you just it can't um can't comprehend that kind of stuff and and so i suppose it's like, yeah yeah it's 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 choosing whether to i suppose deep dive into something or have a bit more of a generalist broad view of certain things um i suppose it just depends on on what the subject is and what you want to what you want to learn um but there certainly is the access there it's it's just finding the time and the and the commitment to um to like yeah delve right into uh, a subject that interests you <laughs>
0: Uh, so, I know also as well um we, we were speaking about reading more into things uh, and uh, everything like that but what um would you say that you have a vision of what the world is going to be um maybe when in ten year, or twenty years' time for the way the way we're evolving as individuals um 10, 20 years i, I really, i really
1: don't know i think I, yeah I think it's something that I, does fascinate me when i read um things like that some of it would would worry me so about i, I don't know how much of an opinion i have it about um like the development of like ai and and that kind of thing and and automation in that respect but um i wouldn't i wouldn't put it past us as oh yeah i've got to belief certainly in us as like a society that we could um we can deal with those challenges um i suppose the big question is how early we like just make decisions on how we deal with them um or whether it comes too late and things to so say even now like um just how like social media has exploded but we haven't got like the kind of mechanism in place to of like or we haven't decided as a society how we actually want to work with that or do we want it to be as free-flowing as the internet is meant to be um and so yeah i i suspect in in 10-20 years time those things will creep up on us and, and we won't in some respects, we won't be ready, um, and it will be a bit of catching up. But that's certainly not something that we're not used to. Um, so yeah, I, I kind of rambled around around that. But there's a mix of like worry and and interest curiosity, certainly.
0: For sure, like we hear these stories these days. You know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jeff Bezos went up into space a couple of days ago, but then we hear about uh, chips being implanted and you can pay for things with chips these days and uh contactless payment. And uh, it, it does scare me, but it also really fascinates me on where we're going as a society. And uh, I guess it's just, we have to wait back and see.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it's, it's sometimes, and so you can't can keep like reading up about all this stuff and then it's trying to remember the, 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 the basics. So I think I like, I tried to say it. this, this, um, around like the, the philosophical questions about there is these like basic uh, morals and like ways of living um that don't really change um but the the infrastructure and the technology around it is fast paced and has changed a lot and will uh will keep changing at a more accelerated pace um but we've also got to remember whilst like being curious and both worried and curious about that there's like these these basic ways of uh, living as we're living now that um there's still stuff to like fix and, and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. I, I, I don't know if you ever heard it. There was um, a story that Facebook created two AIs and um, they started speaking in their own language and Facebook had to shut them down because they were like worried of what they were saying. Oh, wow. I've not,
1: I've not heard that, but yeah, that's, the, that's the type of stuff that you you read or, um, and you, you're, a, yeah, that's like back of your mind is a bit, questions uh, the kind of like morals behind it etc um, yeah <laughs> <laughs> there was there was another video I saw again I don't have a real that was about robots like dancing in sync um like quite well um and yeah it was like the caption was like ten years time we're definitely being taken over kind of thing um so yeah the, the advancements in that kind of stuff is is certainly fascinating it's it's that kind of stuff where they have their own um it's, it's remembering that humans obviously are like kind of inputting into that into algorithms and into this AI initially, and um, maybe going off, off on a bit of a tangent, but a, like accountability, I think it's something that worries me in that. And that's where like setting up those structures and who is accountable for certain algorithms and and, um, and the AI they like create uh, rather than just saying, it's like, oh no, it's just, it's a computer. It's come up with it itself kind of thing. Like there is like humans still need to be accountable to those kind of creations. Yeah, so we've got to
0: uh, like uh, keep control and make sure Skynet doesn't take over. <laughs>
1: yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, so, last two questions today. Um, I just uh, want to ask, what inspires you to be the best version of yourself?
1: Um, I think the like the belief and and support from all the uh, all those around me. Um, kind of like, yeah, still gives me that that confidence and that um that yeah that belief in in uh myself and like kind of want to be like the best person um yeah so yeah certainly all like the the people around me um give me that kind of like positivity and that um that willingness to kind of ch- keep trying to better
0: myself that's wonderful you know you've you've held them close and they've done a lot for you it's re- it's really wonderful to hear <laughs> definitely um so and finally i don't want to keep you any longer um but uh I, again i want to say thank you so much for coming on uh but what is one thing you'd say to anyone who might be listening who is struggling to find positivity in their lives or finding it hard to work to new heights they can achieve in this world um that's always yeah I uh, that's always a tough one i think I can I can't ever, like,
1: comprehend, I suppose, um, other people's struggles. Like, they've, um, you've got to, like, recognise that, I think, whenever giving some advice um, and recognising that not everything will always, will always feel great and positive. Um, but in terms of, yeah, if you are in that situation, like, reaching out for support and um, never being afraid to ask for help would be something that I would like to live by.
0: That's wonderful.
1: Perfect way to close it out. Thank you so much, Stan. Okay. No, thank you very much for having me on. It's um, yeah, it's been fun, and uh, yeah, it's really enjoyable these episodes. And um, everyone like and subscribe. Is that what they say? Not been on the podcast before, is it? I
0: think um, I think they've got a like on Anchor and Apple. Um, I, 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 like we were saying, it's it's evolving way too much that so I just can't keep <laughs> up with these days. <laughs>
1: Fair enough. Well, at least
0: subscribe. Yeah, everyone should subscribe thank you yeah you know the days when we used to have like the cd we had full cds in the cars and we'd pick oh, yeah. out what cd we wanted those so, are yeah, my, my cars my car's
1: still quite old but it does have all those cds so i had to find some find some of the old collection to keep in the car
0: <laughs> keep it vintage yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> well thank you very much for coming on today and i can't wait to see you when you're next back down sorry we're next yeah, back up looking, for- <laughs> looking forward to it looking forward to it all right cheers jordan All the best. Enjoy the rest of your day, mate. Bye. Bye. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for checking out today's episode. If you enjoyed, please consider dropping a subscribe on Apple Podcasts, leave a rating and share with a friend. It all means so much to me. Thank you. See you in the next one.